0: Do you get to <laughs> That that's so beautiful. Wow, wow. Uh, hi, everyone, welcome back. Just driving my car down the Malibu Highway. Hmm. <laughs> um, oh, hi, everyone,
1: welcome back to Useless, Useless Knowledge. knowledge. We're gonna yeah, take enough. Enough. Sorry, um, for those who are here. just listening, Maeve and I we're dressed like uh, Olivia Rodrigo in the driver's license video when she wears the scarf over her head with the sunglasses um I don't have a scarf though because I don't keep scarves around in my um college apartment
0: so I tied a shirt I back. did <laughs> <laughs> um yes but so it's been a week since oh, yeah. that song came out um Deja Vu it Excellent. came out yeah what last Thursday today's Friday last Thursday
1: okay I know that she's a fan of Taylor Swift right we know this yes and she dropped that song on a Thursday Mm -hmm. music is released on Fridays traditionally there's not like a rule about it but like people drop things on Fridays yes it's very rare that people will drop songs not on a Friday so I'm like I like there's this part of me that's like is there a meaning to like Mm 4-1 or is there a meaning to April Fool's Day or like is there right. something here that I'm missing that I don't, I don't know enough about her to know the significance of dropping it on Thursday, April 1st, mm-hmm. or if I don't, if it was just a marketing thing, I have no idea, but part of me is like, there's something here. Right. Cause she's a Taylor, she's a Taylor Swift fan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like she would be the kind of person who would be like, well, I'll drop it on for one because like, you know, Josh and I loved April Fool's Day or something, you know, like I, that feels to
0: me like something she would do. Yeah. I think part of it might also be, if you're thinking marketing wise, um, if you drop it on April Fool's, people might think it's a joke. So it gets a bit more like hype because it's like, oh, is it a joke or is it not? And then you're like, hmm. oh, is there going to be an album? Is there not going to be? But mm-hmm. it was real. Which there will be. Yeah, there will be an album. It'll be. There'll be an album two days before I graduate from college.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when are you graduating? Yeah. I graduated on the twenty-third of May. I graduated on the twenty second. So one day. <laughs> um, so oh yeah, but people compared the bridge of Deja Vu to the bridge of Out of the Woods. So yeah. Mm. There's some Oh, and also
1: High School Musical and Musical, the series is dropping the second season on May 14th. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Those two things are so close together. Her album and the series. her album and that series. I think yeah. she's I mean, I, they're clearly gonna ride them that
0: um press Wait,
1: press, yeah press i was like yeah. what is that word
0: no there'll be a press tour for the season two they're gonna ride that out also there's yeah. like a love inch there's like a love triangle in season two with a blonde girl and everyone's like Sabrina?
1: i'm excited i actually my snapchat memories earlier this week or maybe earlier it was probably two weeks ago now two weeks ago were the first time i watched high school musical and musical series because i watched it very early on in quarantine mm-hmm. um same and yet. I had just snapchatted all of these reactions to it and just saved them to my memory. Little did I know it was going to become like this huge thing a year later, because at the time I remember watching it and like, maybe you had seen it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Like a couple of people in my life had seen it. Like it was a thing, yeah. but I hadn't really like, I didn't,
0: no one was engaging with it. So it's funny to see a year later that it's like a whole thing. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, and I'm excited for season two. I think it'll be, it's just, it's just a fun show. It is. It's just, it's a very low energy risk. <laughs>
1: I was going to say like low risk or like low, yeah. low impact. Like I, I love Grey's Anatomy, but I have to say, and I haven't seen some of the recent episodes because I find it annoying or like difficult to watch people suffer, especially people suffer from COVID. But like, I'm excited for our High School Musical, musical series because they're just going to... They're just going to give me a fun, lighthearted show. Yes. Like, I don't need to have... I don't need to analyze social problems. Like, I don't need to, like, worry about COVID. Like, I don't need to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. I can just watch a bunch of high schoolers sing on a stage, yeah. which I think I, I need yeah. in my life, less than I need sort of, like, really intense drama.
0: Yeah. No, I feel... Um, yeah. Okay, so... The look? other news today is oh. that his
1: Royal Harness, Highness Prince Philip. Prince Philip Duke of Edinburgh has died
0: at the age of 99. Damn. We I mean, wanted him to make it to 100 so bad. Yeah. <laughs> my, I, to the I don't day, know. Like June 10th so like almost exactly two months he would have been 100. So close. I my my gut reaction is like and I say this all the time,
1: there's still like a family, like they're still married. Like she was married to that man for 75 years. Yeah. Like that. I'm very sad for her today. Like, I feel like, I mean, even if we all knew this was coming and I'm sure she knew without better, the queen, that's who she is. <laughs> um, and I'm we're tight with her. Yeah. She, you know, we're like buds. Like, I don't know. We're on like a first name, like Lizzie. I'm just like, <laughs> I was texting her this morning, <laughs> hey. but yeah, like my my sort of gut reaction is like he's still someone's like dad and grandpa and husband so i'm sad mm-hmm. about that for them
0: no and that's like the first i mean obviously diana was a huge loss but that's the first big loss in a while for that yeah um, mm-hmm. someone said to me today they were like yeah that's really sad." philip died they were like the queen never will though like they're just gonna keep pumping her with things like, <laughs> i was like honestly yeah
1: <laughs> um the other reaction i had was the old pictures that are surfacing of him you Know, like throughout his lifetime, okay. he looks so much like Charles. Really? I keep thinking I'm seeing a picture of Charles and it's him. Should hmm. look it up,
0: and I'll have to look it up after this. Um,
1: and also the rapper DMX died.
0: Yes, we I don't have any don't. connection
1: to him. Yeah, uh, very sad. Yeah, because he was only 50. Um, my roommate is calling me. Okay, we paused recording. <laughs> okay, okay. Brief break there. My roommate called me to discuss whether or not she should buy us dinner or if we're gonna order dinner. Oh. We're gonna order pizza.
0: Yeah. And watch a
1: Disney a, yeah. Channel original movie because I've been on like a yeah. a decom thing this semester. I'm trying to watch all the Disney Channel original movies.
0: People. Um I don't know why I said people. I meant my roommate. <laughs> my roommates and I watched Minutemen the other night. Uh, a classic. Yeah, that was a good but one. But Yes. We were talking about DMX. Yes. Rest in peace. Very sad. Um, the TikTok sound that has been flowing through my brain today is, rest in peace, Princess Diana. Rest in peace. And then that guy changed it and he was like, rest in peace, rest in peace, Prince Philip, rest in peace. And then it goes, you would have loved Toy Story 5. <laughs> all of the rest in peace you would have loved
1: are so funny to me. Um, there's a, like, it's like a big thing on Twitter right now. You have all these people tweeting random ones about different people. Um. So that's... Oh sad week lots of deaths yeah but happy week because today
0: was the release of fearless taylor's version woohoo um have you listened to the whole thing yet so i haven't listened to the vault songs that she didn't release i'm saving those fully yes i haven't been able to i've like i've been doing things and listening to the re-records of the album but the vault ones once i I haven't listened to the vault ones either yeah once i get. Because
1: here's the thing so I know these Fearless songs, but I was not, I became a Taylor Swift fan. I remember the You Belong With Me video. I remember watching mm-hmm. it repeatedly and forcing my mom to watch it with me. But that was really the only song off that album I knew at the time. And Red, I would say, is the first time I remember really listening to Taylor Swift all the way through and being a like legitimate Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. So it was exciting for me because I was like, wait, I actually like I am in some ways experiencing some of these songs for the first time, especially some of the later ones on that album Mm -hmm. later being like farther down. I mean, because I really like, I never fully listened to her stuff. So like some of the the things that must've been on the deluxe
0: versions of the originals, Mm -hmm. I like, didn't, I had never heard. So that was kind of fun. No, I thought they were really good. I mean, obviously they're the same songs, but like, I mean, her voice is different. You can just, Mm -hmm. it's just nice to know that she's she's happier with this album.
1: I do want to ask you, because I'm curious if you know. So she re-records them. And I know, is she just doing that to like sort of stick it to Scooter Braun? Or like what, I know she like, obviously she gains financially, but like he'll still get all the, or some portion of the royalties from anyone who plays in the original. So now is it's like, when, she, when people play it, they only play the Taylor's version? Like, how does
0: this work? Like, if she performs it, right. I don't understand. I think so. When she, as she re-records the new albums, it means she owns her masters. So, like, these new albums that she's re-recording are, like, she owns them, so she does get the royalties, but then I do think... So if that- I was like, I want to put You Belong
1: With Me in my movie, I would approach Taylor Swift and get You Belong With Me, Taylor's version, and pay for that. Yeah, I guess. She can't her. really, I mean, the, it's not like because she dropped it, the old stuff doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's in some ways just symbolic. Yeah, it's, sorry, people are outside. But I guess it allows us to listen to original Taylor Swift songs without paying Scooter Braun. Yeah, because he gets, like, Now I can he, listen to You Belong With Me without hmm. him gaining royalties.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. And I guess also on her version, you get all the vault songs. yeah
1: I I mean I think it's just fun and I think I was thinking about this I was like there are very few other artists that could that would be able to get away with this yeah um just randomly dropping songs like dropping Mr. Mr. Perfectly Fine on a Wednesday morning when no one's expecting it like teasing every song for like all day in different platforms and like I don't know I think it's really like cool to see her basically I like things where celebrities figure out how famous they can be like i I don't know like it seems like she's playing with how like she's like i can do anything i want so let's do whatever i want which is kind of dope we do need to i would also like to say there will be a third album in the trilogy i don't believe her there's going to be
0: one yes um, but we do yep. need to talk about Mr. Perfectly Fine for a second because the way that Joe Jonas thought he had gotten out of that <laughs> and then Sophie Turner is definitely, like, walking around their house with their daughter like, this is such a good song, sweetie. And Joe's <laughs> like, uh, okay. You know, she says Mr. 27 times in that song
1: because this the phone call where he broke up with her was 27 seconds.
0: She really, like, <laughs> there needs to be a class on her somewhere. No,
1: like, literally, like, I sometimes I'm like, I don't understand how she thinks of these things. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, mostly it seems like she was petty. Like in (laughs) 2008, she was petty. And she was like, 27 seconds, fine. I'll say Mr. 27 times. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like it's, I don't know, it's kind of fun. And I feel like it's, she has completely reinvented. This is, or not even reinvented, invented. Like this is a genre of Mm -hmm. songwriting and like being a famous musician that like people, this is completely new. Her just-
0: Olivia Rodrigo kind of creeping into that, which mm-hmm. I because she's yeah. not like you can't just one day be like okay, I'm gonna decode like 17 different tweets and captions yeah. and stuff um but like she just posted like her eating ice cream one day and then like from there the next few days she was like, okay, I have a song coming out but like
1: mm-hmm.
0: just from her eating ice cream people were like, oh, I think that's like a new song like she wasn't like new song about this yeah you can't you can't like, mid-career pivot into a Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, if Ariana Grande started dropping like hints and like painting murals and then showing up at the mural and having it, you know, like people will be like, uh, what? Mm-hmm. But like, it's cool to see Olivia Rodrigo. And I feel like she, Taylor Swift, has clearly inspired mm-hmm. a generation of musicians who are going to be doing yeah. this type of thing from here on out. Mm-hmm. I'm tired though. I, I just like mm-hmm. watching other people figure the things out and then they can just tell me because I I I'm too That's tired. That's what TikTok's it. for and Twitter. Yeah, they can just do the decoding and I'll just like be like, "Oh, interesting." Oh wait. The reason I wait. believe there's a trilogy is cause of TikTok people. And no. there is a there's a third one.
0: There's no way there's not. Um, for the next album that's re-recorded though, my favorite like tidbit people have found is I I think it was for 1989. People think it's 1989 for multiple reasons, but my favorite reason is that she did an interview on Jimmy Kimmel a couple months ago and at exactly like 13 minutes or like something 13 seconds, her home phone rings and she goes, sorry, I didn't know I had a home phone. And then if you, she has a tweet from like the 1989 era that was like, I didn't realize I had a home mm-hmm. phone. Like,
1: what? And she had someone bring a home phone. Like, yeah.
0: It's just uh. Joe with his cell phone. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, The other thing I saw was the whole Rolling Stone album covers. Yes. That coordinate to colors and, op- oh my God. The other <laughs> thing I was thinking today is I was like, I'm kind of sad she already owns "Lover," "Evermore," and "Folklore" because <laughs> I, like, in ten years, I want a re-recording. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, she doesn't have any reason to do. No, you know, like that. She already owns them. No, but I would have liked to She's smart. Somebody, I, someone, maybe I'll make a class for it. That's what I like about Taylor Swift. She
1: is a very talented songwriter. Mm-hmm. Like, she is really, really good at what she does, and it feels like she, not that, I mean, I think everyone deserves what they, but she, like, really is very, very, very incredibly good at what she does, and I feel like it's cool to watch Mm. someone be really good at what they do. Mm.
0: Sorry, I gotta move my arm a bit, because I got my vaccine. got vaccinated this morning, I love that. We are opposing vaccines, Anna and I. I am Moderna, Anna is Pfizer.
1: Yeah, um, so... So the podcast. I'm kind of her. weirdly loyal to Pfizer. Like the way that like I get angry when people tell me they don't have Pfizer. They're like, oh, i have got Johnson Johnson. I got Moderna. I'm like, please stay away from me. I don't.
0: No, wow. Pfizer gang. No, but get your vaccine um, and have a hot girl summer.
1: <laughs> so speaking of hot girl summer, this yeah. is a very. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this leap. I don't know a, if it's gonna a wide connection. hot girl summer bikinis Mm -hmm. standing outside the bikinis chloe kardashian bikini picture scandal let's dive into that so (laughs) i guess we should run down for people who don't spend as much Mm -hmm. time on the internet as we do (laughs) basically earlier this week mj who is the kardashian's grandmother she's Kris Jenner's mom um posted a photo on her private instagram account that had a picture of chloe that was, like, unedited, unfiltered, and just Chloe, like, standing next to a pool, Mm -hmm. it was the kind of photo your mother takes of you, and And puts on on the internet without your, and you're like, mom, Um, literally, um, and then it got somehow screenshotted or taken from MJ's Instagram, and put elsewhere on the internet, um, so, and then the Kardashians, specifically Kim, I believe, was sort of leading this for some reason, <laughs> attempted to get the photos scrubbed from the internet, um, which did not work. No. My first reaction was, if they hadn't tried to get it scrubbed from the internet, no one would ever have seen it. Yeah. Because I didn't know it was happening until they were
0: trying to get it off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. The reason Chloe and I guess her sisters then and family wanted it scrubbed is because she was unhappy with the way her body looked in that photo um, because it wasn't edited or filtered or it just wasn't good lighting, like a good angle, she was kind of saying. And so this past week, Chloe has basically gone on like a – she's done lives. She's posted unedited photos. She's posted like a little notes app kind of response yeah. to a Yeah, Canva app.
1: I feel like – the world is moving out of a notes app and into Canva app responses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're um, like editing there. they're like designing them just slightly.
0: Right. But she was basically like, I'm allowed to want things that don't make me feel good, like on the internet, because I put so much work in that, like, if I don't look good in one photo, I, I don't want people ridiculing me for that. And that is true. I mean, she has... I agree with her yeah. in that respect.
1: You should get to say, I don't like that picture of me and I don't want it on the internet. I don't like that representation
0: of me at all and Mm -hmm. you know, in any number of ways. But But the thing is that the Kardashians created the need for this, like like they helped Mm -hmm. create this body image and this need for curbs and the flat stomach and they and the big butt and they are a big part of the way society kind of has morphed into that being the ideal body standard. Mm -hmm. Maybe not as much in the past like year or so, but definitely for a very long time. And so for her to kind of pick and choose based on what she thinks is going to fit that standard, mm-hmm. that's does not a bad picture of her. Right. <laughs> I really don't know like why
1: she's upset. I mean she can be upset like but I, I also don't think it's that bad of a photo. Yeah. DBH. It was but wrong. yeah I agree. I just think and I saw this critique a lot. It's like okay, but also you kind of
0: you kind of started it girl yeah. girly. You, um, you may I also need to filter and mm-hmm. i mean all. they
1: and inv- her sister like invented the selfie not really yeah. but you know what I mean?
0: like <laughs> right
1: um and i the other thing that's upsetting is it's like okay she wants this scrubbed but she looks so good and she mm-hmm. looks not only beautiful and natural but she also looks like the body type she's telling people they sh- you know what i mean yeah, like if I'm not going for this, what am I going for? You know, she,
0: she had hips and a flat stomach, and she looked good in a bikini. I d- I don't know why. It
1: yeah, was I didn't. Such a
0: bad photo.
1: I know I didn't. That was what I didn't understand. Is I was also like, you get to control your own image, but like, kind of a nice picture, and like, I don't even think it's that unflattering. And like, if I looked like that, I would be very happy. Right. <laughs> um, and I. I also didn't understand the whole her going on live.
0: To kind of sharing. be like, this is my stomach. This is my Because I didn't get it. Because I was
1: like, I, I don't know. I was confused because I was, I actually like don't understand. Like we just saw
0: the picture. I don't know how
1: her going on live, what it proves. What was she trying to prove?
0: It was like her posting those videos, I think was like, oh, you think that. Because, yeah, I don't understand because she looked the same in that photo. It just wasn't like airbrushed or anything. Yeah, or like, like, it. Like she looked the same as she normally does. Which is why her going on live would just kind of be like, okay, yeah, like, we know. That's yeah, I was life. like, okay, so you still look like that?
1: That picture's not, I, I don't know, that's why I, I was like, that picture's not really a right? And, like, I, that was what confused me, is I was like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why? what are we proving on live? You just look like what you looked like in this picture.
0: Yeah, because obviously she has put a lot of work to look the way she does, like, mm-hmm. and she was the one who was always ridiculed for, like, being the big sister and stuff which mm-hmm. has got to be hard especially when you're already being ridiculed for being a reality star like yeah yeah i understand that there's a lot of pressure and like especially in the early 2000s to conform to that beauty standard um but i don't think that i think that the kardashians also part of their their bodies kind of and the way that they present themselves play in, played into that standard and help create it. and oh, so yeah. to be for like oh i don't sure. want to yeah, and so to be like, oh, I don't want this photo online, and you're like, but that's what you tell people to look like. Why yeah. want it online?
1: Because I think we get this tendency to be like, society tells us we need to look like this. Society is <laughs> not a person like society doesn't do anything. People do something, mm-hmm. and some of the people that are telling us to look like that are people like Chloe and her family, but just the fa- the just the way that she and people like her make their money. You know, like society is not telling us what we need to look like. People in power are doing that. Society Mm -hmm. is not some entity that just exists (laughs) on its own without any, like people create society. Yes. Um, And she is one of the people that does that. She's Mm -hmm. certainly not the only. Mm -hmm. I don't think that like, oh my God, the Kardashians invented being skinny. Like that has been a thing for a long time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, (laughs) they definitely pioneered in a lot of ways, like Instagram influencing. Which is what she's reacting to. Yes. Um, so the whole like society tells me I'm not perfect enough, it's like, well, you
0: create society. So yes. no, I agree. Um, so the reason this happened is because MJ will be on an episode of Red Table Talk soon, um, to kind of break down how she <laughs> she put that photo out there. Honestly, she I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Oh my gosh. And no. she like rolled up. I felt I feel bad for MJ.
1: I know that poor woman.
0: Just like, oh my gosh, my granddaughter looks so
1: cute. I know. (laughs) I always have wondered what her actual stance on the whole true thing is. You know, like I wonder if she's like okay, or if she's like yes, go girls, or she like hates it. Like I'm very curious where she falls. True. I mean, she's featured in the show, so she must like be okay with it to some degree. Yeah, I Um, mean, if you're that rich. Sure. Yeah. Like I just feel like my grandmother would be like, "What?" She'd be like, "Anna, what?" I'm confused. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? No I don't. Doubt. Why? Can, why? She'd be like, "I don't understand social media. Can you? What is happening? I don't get it." You know, I just feel like yeah. weird about. I don't know. It kind of throws me off. Yes. But I mean, happy for her.
0: Um, um, and too bad that they are the show's ending, or else that would have been a plot point on season. Mm, five. That would have been a plot point. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> chloe breaking down beauty
1: standards (laughs) literally i'm like okay but you sell fit tea which like everyone knows doesn't work
0: everyone knows that doesn't work (laughs) okay um so oh wait before we jump into our other big thing um i wanted to have throw a little we haven't had a little bachelor update in a while um Uh, mr matt james and miss rachel McConnell. Have been spotted together again in New York. Also, we'll just do a little rundown here. Kit from Matt's Season and Bennett from Tasha Season were on a date together in New York. That would be like one of us going on a date with a 38 year old. <laughs> yes. So, what? I, oh, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, I'm sure we'll see them both on Paradise. But yes, shout out to Demois yes. on
1: Instagram. Great account. Yes. And that is where the, the original Rachel nice. and Matt information leaked. I am waiting for the day that I can submit something to Dumois. <laughs> like, I want to do it so badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm um, like, when will I have tea that right. I can send in?
0: <laughs> right. I know. Fingers crossed, guys. One day I'll, I'll have a celebrity spotting. I'm always scoping people out at those New York restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, the other... Okay, wait. So people said they were spotted together, but then Demois did post today... I think it was demo that they're not back together that apparently Rachel went up to dinner with like a bunch of girls from her season and she was seen crying at dinner. Cause like Matt was spotted with another girl. So that could mm-hmm. be fake. I don't know. I thought I saw that today. Um, but yeah, a bunch of girls from okay, Matt. That would
1: be weird though. Can you imagine crying at a table full of your ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends about right. I mean, how your ex-boyfriend was with another girl? <laughs> it's complicated. And all the ex-girlfriends are like, yeah, that's how I felt about you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't feel but, great about it in general. A lot of them are in Manhattan this week though, and I'm like, do I have time to go into the city the next few <laughs> days Are they there for something or they're just there? I don't know. It seems like they were near Kit and she's in the West Village, which is a little adorable uh bougie area that I love. Um so maybe I'll make my way down there. Okay. Um
1: it's kind of like so when I was in France last August of 2019, I swear Everyone from the Bachelor was in Paris in the same oh, really? week. Really, very strange. I remember this so distinctly. There was like six or seven contestants, former contestants, that were all in Paris for different reasons in the same week. And I was like, "Um, what are you guys all doing here? Like, this is Paris my That's with me."
0: <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, just a little Bachelor. Like, oop, threw that in there. All right, what is next? Take us, take us away. I forget. That's why I'm asking you to tell us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I think the next thing was the final episode of the Demi Lovato docu series that came out. Correct. Correct. And I actually have other. The thing I sent you about Allison Stoner, which I feel
0: like is connected. Oh, okay. Oh, so yes, I didn't. I forgot they were in Camp Rock together.
1: Yeah. So the fourth episode of Demi Lovato's docu series comes out. Came fourth out this,
0: this week. Mm-hmm. Um, which just covered, it covered everything since um, yeah it was kind of like her it, she really felt like she found herself during the pandemic she said that that helped her kind of discover more kind of like take time for herself she was kind of out of the spotlight she didn't need to do any press thing she didn't need to be singing she didn't need to do any of that she did talk about her relationship with that guy max um Ehrlich. And how, Ehrlich. Ehrlich yeah and how it seemed like really great at first. It's funny cause they did some of the interviews when she was engaged and then some of them post and the post interviews, the interview, the person interviewing her, they were like in the previous interview, you said this and they would cut to her being like, I'm engaged. Like he's the perfect guy. And then it cut back to her and she was like, Oh fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, it was basically, she was saying to her friends once she got out of quarantine with him, um, he just like, wasn't the same guy. And he was, it seemed like he was with her for the, the clout essentially. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I guess it was basically, yeah, it was just kind of like, so she did say she's still using some, she found that cutting everything out didn't work. And I thought it was interesting because she said that and it's been working for her. And then it cut to Elton John who said he disagreed with that. He said, if you're doing it now and you, you're an addict, you're going to do more. So he didn't agree with that decision. Um, it cut to like her sisters and her mom and her stepdad who were all kind of like, oh, I support her right now, but like, I'm not really sure. She seems in control, but they were all a little iffy. Um, also in that episode, not talking about this part of it, but at the beginning um, we had the trio of interviewees, which was Christine Aguilera, Will Ferrell, and Elton John. Back to back to back. And I was like, how are they connected? <laughs> and it was just, they'd all had experiences with Demi um, that made them feel, like they all had like kind of moments with her. It sounded like, like Christine obviously, because she's a singer, Elton John, because he's also an addict and kind of um, has a similar personality to her. But then Will Ferrell, I was like, where does he come in? He, he did that movie Eurovision for Netflix. And um, she did a cameo in that in 2019, I think, or 2020. Mm. Um, and they had like had a discussion. She said that, she watched a lot of his movies during her recovery and she like loved his films. They were just like therapeutic for her. And then he said he saw her perform, I think at the Grammys and he like messaged her just because he like felt like really strongly about that performance or something. And I think they just brought him on because he was kind of like, cool. yeah, he was, he's kind of someone like, obviously I feel like a singer who's also like Christine Aguilera has grown up in the limelight is someone who's going to be like, yeah, like we get along really well. We have similar experiences, but like Will Farrell, you're kind of like,
1: yeah how, unlikely how, friendship
0: right it was cute um but yeah so her new album's out um it's really good the dancing with the devil is like the main song which is it literally just like details her overdose and the music video for it is hard to watch mm-hmm. um because it's so graphic it retells yeah. story not in like the cutesy way it did in episode two where it just kind of like drew it in a sketch way it really is like her acting out that night it's crazy
1: well, I hope that her life is on the up from here. Yes. You know? Um, I hope this is the, the
0: turning point mm-hmm. for her. I think she seems... I mean, I obviously don't know when this was last filmed, but she seems good. I think so. Yeah.
1: So, in a similar vein, Alison mm-hmm. Stoner, who, for those who don't remember, was... She came to fame by being... Backup dancer for Missy Elliott when she was six. Yeah, but then she started appearing in various uh, Disney Channel things. Like she was in Camp
0: Rock, but I found this recently. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: yes. So yesterday she released this mm-hmm. YouTube video. It's not a YouTube original in the way that the Demi Lovato one was. Um, and it's just a video on her channel titled the toddler to Tra- train industrial complex. Um, did you watch the whole thing? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't had a chance because I didn't want to just watch it sort of while I was like making dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she talks about like her, what she calls the toddler to train wreck pipeline. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting, especially with like, I think the timing of like, we just talked about Demi and they, their stories are very much linked.
0: Yes. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I wonder if she's doing this because of Demi. Like, I wonder if she like talked to her. Yeah. If there's a connection there. Yeah. Um, I'm like definitely excited to like
1: watch it. I am interested though, because I haven't seen anything about it. Like other than talking to you. I haven't seen anything. She also wrote an exclusive op-ed for people. um, I didn't know that. Titled. Allison Stoner pens, eye-opening op-ed on harrowing childhood stardom called revisit the script. Wow. Um, So I just, I just found it. I didn't, I didn't see that. Um, But yeah, she talks about her life and what we can do about. She asked for child labor laws. So this is really interesting and I'm excited to read this. Wow. and I wonder if maybe it just got overshadowed by a lot of other things in the news this week or like people don't remember her right um but I'm like surprised I'm not hearing more about it
0: yeah I it seems like Disney Channel needs some guidance yeah she writes
1: at the very end of this people she writes so i'll leave you with some questions for reflection how might you as the audience or outside witness be connected to the toddler to train wreck industrial complex what are the risks of viewing these documentaries and headlines as entertainment without
0: action wow wow well now i feel bad about watching a decom tonight <laughs> now i feel bad about loving camp rock and camp rock um yeah but yeah. i think that'll be
1: interesting and especially like if you think about the rise of social media stars, like like particularly TikTokers, who are older than Allison Stoner was when she first started, but mm-hmm. reached a level of fame faster, faster, I think will be, it's an interesting thing to think about. And like, yes. maybe I should stop standing
0: Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, no, I yeah, now I want to look into that. I guess we'll get into that more next week. She's got a lot of stuff on her Instagram I just looked up. She's got like Wow. That's
1: crazy. I feel like what I'm what the the this weird connection between all these things is fame is crazy.
0: Yeah. Like Taylor
1: Swift, Chloe Kardashian, Demi Lovato, like Alison Stoner, these people's lives have been like so shaped by
0: being so, so, so famous. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. I know. And it's crazy how like I guess Taylor Swift is only a singer, but like how she seemed to come away from it like she's stronger now. Not that they're not stronger, like Demi the Bottom, Allison Stoner, and stuff, but like they seem to have gone through a lot more. And maybe that is the environment of being on TV as a child mm-hmm. and kind of in that uh, cookie cutter and like trying to be the perfect, you know, mm-hmm. star, like child star. But it's just interesting how. But then you have like, I know you have like the Sprouse brothers who they're good, but then you have Allison Stoner who was on the show with them who's like traumatized by things that happened
1: yeah and maybe they're not good you know yeah we don't know about it right (laughs) um and the whole chloe thing it's like wow it can still she's what 35 and it still gets to her clearly yeah so man my kids can't be child stars yeah (laughs) i will not be the next chris jenner
0: (laughs) whenever (laughs) i may have children um oh addison ray was on this week's episode of the I can't. <laughs> they were like at, I bombarding can't. her with questions. I was like. Well, they because they thought she was hooking up with Courtney, right? Yes. If so. Courtney was
1: lesbian, I wouldn't be surprised. We're not going to lie. <laughs> her and Scott are end game. I, I know. I need to like. I am so highly invested in her and Scott. Like I constantly am like waiting for them to come back together. <laughs> that's tangential. Yeah. But I think that's all we have for
0: today. I think that is. Um, so I guess I'll put my Sonny's back on. Exit this. This Thanks day.
1: everyone.
0: April Friday, April 9th, the Fearless re-record, Prince Philip's death, and Maeve's vaccination first round. <laughs> have it's a really great
1: equally important event.
0: <laughs> have a great weekend. <laughs> Bye.